the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We have our host, Ted Gioka, coming in remotely this morning. Ted, what's going on in the investment world today? Morning. Ted, Ted, we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. And so we've got quite a bit to talk about here on the show today. We'll be talking about what happens. Ryan, are, Hello, we, Ted? are we on? Yes. Okay. As like I said, we're talking savings investments here on the show. And, and today, well, we're doing some of it remotely. Here, we were delayed a little bit. The situation in uh, basically anywhere around the 16 loop is a complete disaster at 59, and all the exits are shut down. And So I'm here in my car. We'll be talking for a few minutes, and then we'll be back up there uh, for, uh, on the main mics here shortly. But, but our show is about savings and investments, and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We're here to sit there and build up a savings culture, understand you're going to have to save for your retirement. Uh, with, with World Today in the United States, we have trillion-dollar deficits. We, we, we're not sure, and eventually we've got the Federal Reserve flooding the system with money. They just began a new quantitative easing program and literally that is literally entitled not a quantitative easing program, although it is a quantitative easing program, and, and, and so which means they're printing more money, and eventually all this money is going to blow up in everybody's face, and you're going to get a big inflation, and, and you're going to sit there and get... Well, a situation where the government's not going to be able to fund all these retirement programs they have. And so it's important for you to sit there and maintain your savings and, and maintain ability to understand and deal with this yourself and to protect your family. Hence the name, save aggressively, or the motto, invest conservatively. And, and, and in the world today, it, 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 that's a challenge where we have zero interest rates. In Germany, interest rates are negative. And some of the banks are now charging people to put money into the into their into the bank and to keep money in the bank. And so this makes it a tougher situation. They were talking about pushing negative interest rates in the United States, and there's been a massive pushback by a lot of economists that said this just won't work. And then they said, look, Europe has had negative interest rates, and their economy continues to sink into recession. There's no evidence that it will work. So understand things are much more difficult. So you've got to sit there and position your portfolio for the, for the, for the changes that are coming. And when interest rates are at negative, at record low levels, now's not the time to be live buying long bonds because when the sector turns, uh, you're going to see massive losses in, in the bond market. And we have a sky high stock market. So you've got to have shorter term bonds, higher levels of cash, uh, in, in a world where the central banks are printing money. Uh, a place that's a pretty good place to be is the precious metal sector because eventually that's all. this is all going to work through and become inflationary. And this is why we've seen the big move up in the precious metals market. We believe that this is going to be the start of the second leg up in the bull market. We called the first in the, in the gold and silver sector. We called the first one in our max up savings report uh, back in 2001 we said this was a 20-year bull market in, in gold and silver and precious metals, it, it, and that's been pretty much the case. It was about $350 an ounce. It also was 1900 This time, I think we're going to break through those highs. 
and you're going to see things go higher as central banks continue to panic and pour money into into the world's global financial system. And, and so you have to understand different areas, different changes. Right now, we're in a trade war with China. That That's affecting uh, manufacturing. We're getting a manufacturing slowdown, but what we're really getting in these situations is is we're re, rebuilding and, and, and re, re, uh, doing our, our, our global uh, supply chain for the big American companies because they now realize the risk of, of doing business in China. And, and in addition, they're realizing it's not just the risk of doing business where they could be like the NDA and somebody makes a remark that, that's not, that the Chinese don't don't feel should be said in a criticism. They're intoler- utterly intolerant of criticism in China. And and so what happens is uh, the, the the MBA is, is shut out of China. So any American company now has to realize that they've got tens of thousands of employees. If one employee makes a remark, the whole business model collapses in China. So really they're realizing you can't be in China and you can't trust China. It's not a trustworthy business partner. And so this is causing a, re, a rebuilding of of, of, the, of the supply chain across the world. And so a lot of these supply chains are coming back to the United States. I mean, we're in a trade war. The main reason we're in a trade war is because of Donald Trump. And the reason Donald Trump is in there is because the American people got tired of losing all their jobs to the Chinese who were basically cheating and, and stealing the technology, polluting the planet, uh, unfair trade practices, tariffs, uh, taxes, rebates, in every form or fashion to sit there and ensure that the Chinese got all the business in the world. And, and so we, we had a hollowing out of manufacturing in the United States as, as companies shifted the product overseas. And, and so this is, I'm going to talk some more about this later in the show, but this is, you know, make no mistake about it, this is a trade war. I mean, we talked about it on the Max Out Savings Show a year and a half ago. Most of Wall Street, the mainstream media was trade was telling you it was a trade tip. It was a it was a uh, a trade dust up. Uh, this will blow over here shortly. We said no, no. This is a trade war. It's a long term thing. This is a serious shift in the United States of America. Prepare for it. And so that's what we've seen. It, it, it's gone our way. And make no mistake about it. For all the talk of the elites and the, and the battles with in Washington, the one thing that the elites, the Democrats, and the Republicans pretty much agree on is. Something needs to be done about China. The only people that, that are disagreeing are, 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 are U.S. multinationals trying to do business in China, and they're fighting to protect China. Yeah, and, but, but make no mistake about it, the Democrats, the Republicans, and the elite class, you talk to the military people, key military people in the United States, they'll tell you it's a problem. You talk to politicians on both sides, they'll tell you it's a problem. The only people telling you it's not it's a problem is the NDA and a bunch of multinationals like Nike that are profiting off off of off of the uh, you know the disaster that China has become, and, and so what we're seeing is we're seeing a situation that now that's starting to turn on on, on them. And, and uh, the other night on uh, Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson made some remarks about why do we giving corporate America these tax breaks if they're doing this to us. Things are starting to shift in this country because of this war with China. This is a serious thing. It is a trade war. It is a, tra- a trade war. Make no mistake about it. It is a war. And so we're going to tell you what. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Saving Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. 
cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And this is a live show. You can give us a call at uh, 713-339-1070. We'll be happy to uh, take your questions at 713-339-1070. We're just talking about the trade war with China. And we got the first phase uh, deal with the Chinese done. It looks like they're going to buy some agricultural products. Uh, I think we'll see some various deals on that. But, but as we talked about, this is really a trade war, and it's it, it's it's disappointing, uh, you know what we're seeing out there, particularly uh, with multinationals and U.S. companies not supporting the United States. You know, we had Coach Popovich and uh, and Coach uh, Steve Kerr, NBA uh, uh, coaches, criticizing the President of the United States. Look, we're in a trade war. It is a war. It's not being fought on the battlefield, but it's economically. We're not the ones that picked this fight. They have been they have been engaged in a systematic war against us for a decade or more, and everybody knew it. And here we are in intense negotiations, and we have the uh, Popovich and Kerr bad-mouthing the United States of America. I mean, it's just, it's it, it's kind of inexcusable in, in, in many ways. And, and, uh, to see this type of stuff. And, and Kerr was the most egregious, claiming that, you know, China has their problems and we have ours. And, you know, and then he made some comments, it's shades of gray, you know, and the United States isn't that great of a play. I mean, this is kind of where we're going with this. The United States isn't a great place. Is now we start equalizing ourselves with China. And, and here's some numbers. Okay, look, in fairness, We've had we've had uh, you know protests in the United States and you know four dead in Ohio four people got killed so we're you know I guess we're the same as the as China and and so well let's take a look at that okay four dead in Ohio shades of gray so the shades of gray so you know the same thing happened in Tiananmen Square well the, the most the numbers that that most reliable say ten thousand people were machine gunned and killed. You know what those protesters were doing that that sparked that? They were building the Statue of Liberty in Tiananmen Square. At the time, they were building a a model of the Statue of Liberty. True story. And they came in and killed 10,000 people. Oh, shades of grace, Steve Steve Kerr. Uh, Let's take a look at the Cultural Revolution. The best numbers... They vary between half a million. Let's say it's about a million. Give or take, I've seen numbers uh, as high as two million. A million people died in the Cultural Revolution. One million people died in the Cultural Revolution. Four dead in Ohio. One million people in China. And then they had the Great Leap Forward in China in the the late 50s, early 60s. They've moved everyone out to the countryside. Well, they did that in the Cultural Revolution, too. and, And then they... They tried to start up different types of production, and, and, and then they, they got away from the farming. 
the numbers are 30 million people. Okay, I've seen 16 in 30 million. Let's use 16 million, the lower number, but at least 16 million people died in China. 16 million people, shades of gray, four people, 16 million people. This is the problem. We have freedom in this country. You know, the Chinese wanted freedom. They built the Statue of Liberty in Tiananmen Square. 10,000 people died. There is no shades of gray. We have a constitution. We have a rule of law. We have freedom. We have freedom of religion, most important of all. There's hundreds of thousands of of Muslims, Uyghurs in, in China in concentration camps right now as we speak. Uh, and, and and they're being wiped out over there. Uh, again, they don't have freedom of religion there. We have freedom of speech. You see what happens when an American says something in support of, of 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 uh, of people in Hong Kong. The Chinese go crazy. So to listen, we have freedom in this speech in this country. And in China, you do not have freedom of speech in the United States as far as the Chinese are concerned. Okay, there is no shades of gray, okay? This is a black and white issue of we have religious freedom, we have freedom of speech, we have freedom of assembly. Yeah, freedom of assembly in China, 10,000 people died in Tiananmen Square. 10,000 people, they were machine gunned and mowed down by tanks, okay? Read some of the books. Read Moving the Mountain about Li Lu. He got out of there. He got out of there. And and you read how he got out of there and, and what happened in that country, and it is appalling. Hundreds of thousands of people are in concentration camps over there. They're persecuting Christians over there. They're persecuting other religions as well. And so it is a hardline communist country. It swings back and forth. They've purged the past leadership. They've uh, you know, the, the head of Interpol, which is the international police organization, was Chinese. He got called home. He disappeared. So how is there a shade of gray in China? There is no shade of gray in China. It is, it is a communist dictatorship. Where they have no freedoms, and, and you better tow the line. And the answer to the Chinese is, look, we're not towing your line. We're Americans, and if you don't like it, too bad. So sad. And I got no respect whatsoever for U.S. multinationals trying to do business over there and bad-mouthing the United States and selling out the United States of America. And that includes, you know, and Nike's another one. You know, we, we sit there, look at Nike. Nike would not have a shoe with the Betsy Ross flag on it, yet here they are towing the line in China. What is that all about? They, because they have the freedom in the United States to, to disrespect the United States, to disrespect our flag in our country, and they have the freedom to do that here. And quite frankly, they've gotten very little pushback. You know, they've gotten a lot of pushback, but they really haven't hurt them. That They have no freedom to say anything in China. And, and so this is these multinationals. You know, I heard, as we said, Tucker Carlson made the comment, why did we give these big corporations a tax cut if they're going to sit there and do this? And I think the question is going to be asked. I mean, this is this is not going away. This is a trade war. And understand it's two completely different Lifestyle. One is communism, and one is 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 a capitalist free market democracy, and they're two completely different things. One of them has freedom of religion. One of them does not. One of them has free speech. One of them does not. We don't like what a lot of people say in this country, but we respect their freedom of speech. And and uh, I remember reading, I forgot what it was, uh, you know, somewhere. Who was it? Doggone it. The. Uh, on the protest, it was the protest in the 1960s, and and uh, and the remark was is they went to some some lady's house. Her son died was 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 uh, in the in the war, and so one of the protesters said, "Well, we thought you would sit there in in like the protest since your son died." And her remark was, "My son died for you to have the right to protest." And he said, and "She said, if you ever come back here, I'll shoot your head off with my 357." But it. No, that is what it is in this country. And so understand, I mean, this is, you cannot moralize in shade of gray out, you know, uh, the Chinese, uh, China. I mean, there's just no other way around it. I mean, the only reason those people in China, in, in Hong Kong have not all been slaughtered as well, they know all, the whole world is watching. And and uh, and so understand this is the world we live in today. So anyway, that's some talk about China. I, I do think it's a trade war. I do think you need to support the president in these issues. And uh, as near as I can see in talking and look, studying a lot of the Democratic issues, 
studying the the elites and talking to some of these people in Washington and the Republicans, everybody seems to support this with the exception of, of the corporate multinationals. And, uh, you know, it, there there should be a lot of support for this. And, and so, you know, just because you don't like the president, when you're dealing with an adversary in a war, you all pull together and at least support him on these issues. And, and some of these NBA coaches have just been really despicable in 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 what what they're saying and uh so you know we'll leave it at that but so so you know what's happening in, in the world today with all this and i think you're seeing some big changes let me pull out my thing here and so uh this week the market went up on, on the news of the of the possible trade deal with the chinese again this is just the first phase of it i mean this is this is a very complex situation. It, I mean, it kind of started out that what we really just wanted was a fair level playing field where if you go into China, the U.S. companies got to do business in China. There was no forced technology transfer, and they had their intellectual property protected, and it was a level playing field. It, and it's since morphed more into we're, we're going to have to deal with them on defense issues. We're going to have to deal we, – we can't allow the Chinese to, to put – uh, you know, build out the hearts of all our electronic equipment in this country, and then have have them ha- have a, a some type of sabotage in in the chips, and then bring down the country. So we're realizing we've got to have a lot of these products made in the United States. A lot of key technology should only be made in the United States, and we're starting to bring those things back. And you know, we're realizing. I mean, you know, the Chinese is, are building out their military in some cases with exact copies of our planes and other armaments. Exact copies that they've stolen from us, and, and so these can be used against us. And so we need we need to understand. I mean, you know, if China and the U.S. really gets bad and they shut down Apple, I guess we're not going to have any Apple products in the United States because of it. And where is that going to get us? And so we've got to make sure the United States of America is protected. So this has become a much bigger issue. When we started out in China, you know, we were all hoping that China was eventually going to become like, maybe, hey, it wasn't going to be a democracy. No one, I don't think anyone really, but, you know, kind of a communist light, uh, all, you know, they're going to participate like we are. We're going to sell them planes. They're going to sell us uh, other things. And, you know, we would all get along in the world. And and, and clearly China uh, has a plan, you know, for global domination. I mean, they called it the 2025 program and, and it was 2050, then they moved it to 2025, and where the, where the Chinese feel like they should be leading the world. And, and, and so we're having to deal with these very tough issues and, and understand that the United States has got to protect the United States of America. And, and corporate America, multinationals, do not have the best interest of the United States in mind. They have their own best interest, and typically it tends to be the best interest of the executives at the top of this country to hit their bonuses. And 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 so this is a real problem out there. I mean, if you look at take a you, if if I manufacture something in the United States, go to the factory, you know, hey, there, there might be something coming out of the chimney, but chances are it's going to be steam, nothing more than steam. Uh, very little pollution. You, you, the water coming out of there is going to be pretty cleaned up. It's going to be, you know, uh, maybe not drinking water, but not far from it. It's generally cleaned up pretty well. They're going to be surrounded by forests, and and and, and, and they're going to produce the products with as little pollution as as possible in very safe manners for the workers. I've seen research that says. Fifteen percent of the cost advantage in China is lack of pollution controls. Think about that. So the corporation that moved the factory from the United States over to China got a 15 percent cost reduction just because they could produce the product over there in a way that that will be not will will be detrimental to the planet and detrimental to China through pollution. But they got a 15 percent savings. So they went and did it. It, it. And so take a look at the pollution coming out of China. Uh, we're having a problem with plastics uh, in the oceans. In the middle of the oceans, there are certain areas that there's enormous amounts of plastics that are killing the fish and mammals and, and that swim in the ocean and turtles and things like that. that that's coming out of basically, I think, eight of the t- ten, river, eight, or ten rivers in the world. Eight of those are in Asia and Southeast Asia. I think two are in Africa. Uh, and China is one of the biggest polluters of pollution, po- plastic pollution. 
17 to 18%, there's a study of the pollution in San Francisco area comes over from China. Think about that. Okay, I got some numbers here. 16% of the land, including 20% of the arable land in China, is too polluted. I've seen some numbers, it's about 17%, uh, 15% is so polluted they really shouldn't even be used for farming. 15% of the farmland is so polluted it should not be used for farmland in China. Think about that number, 15%. And take a look at the at the air pollution. Again, it's so bad, it, it's contributing to air pollution in California. That's how bad it is. You can see it from outer space. The same thing with the water pollution. You know, all of this, what, what we did is when we shifted all those factories is we poisoned the planet and destroyed the environment is what we did. I mean, they talk about CO2 and global warming. And and then they completely ignored China. The brilliance of global warming and the brilliance of of CO two was the only thing the United States pr- produced that was could be, it's not even pollution is CO two. So if you can sit there and claim that CO the U S is the big polluter of CO two, that makes us a polluter on par with China. There's no way in the world we're on par with China. Look at the numbers, look at the water pollution, look at the soil pollution, look at the underground water pollution. Massive amounts of, of their water is, is un, unfit for human con, uh, uh, drinking uh, in wells all over the place. Look at the air pollution, look at the plastic pollution. It is a disaster. I've been to China. I, I, you know, there's days you look up and it's just a complete fog and it's pollution. And and, and so what we did is we exported massive amounts of pollution. We didn't export it. We created the the worst thing you could say about the United States in regard to pollution is you guys moved all your manufacturing over to China and so did the Europeans and and polluted and destroyed the world in the process. And so it made it a materially worse place. And so by blaming us for CO2, we're equating ourselves to China. Again, there's no comparison. This is black and white. It's not shades of gray. They created the shades of gray to confuse you. But understand, China is a problem, and it's going to get, it. you know, hopefully with the phase one that we've got now, it's going to start getting better. But this is a long-term process with China. I, I just I could not believe what I saw out of the NBA this week, and uh, particularly with Popovich and Kerr. It's just the shades of gray is just utterly immoral and vacuous in what they came up with. And it's so disappointing. But so anyway, so so the mark. Let's get over to the markets and, and and discuss that a little bit. This week we had the stock market go up some. I, I think we're still in a situation where we're still dealing with the trade issues. I, it, this is stage one, and and the market ran up big on stage one. They they in. And now, you know, I think we're still dealing with a slowdown in Europe, the slowdown, a clear slowdown in China, a manufacturing slowdown to some extent in the United States because of the trade war. And I think underneath a lot of it is uh, underneath a lot of it is the uh, a situation where what we're what we're really seeing is is a global slowdown that is not as much about trade as people think. It, and and so this is something, if you look at what's coming out of Germany, there's there's really a, a slowdown over there. It, it, and it, manufacturing has really gone off the cliff in Germany. We've, neg- we've seen negative numbers, negative manufacturing numbers coming out of there. And at the same time, they're dealing with Brexit, in, which is October 30th. And, and so the Brits were going to leave. And you understand... They've been negotiating with the Europeans, and the Europeans will just grind you into the ground with their negotiations. So the only thing to do is to kind of just walk away and say, hey, it's not going to be a deal, and then force them back to the table at the end, which is what the Brits have done. And I think you'll get the Brexit because the EU is basically a bureaucracy that that doesn't even function. I mean, if you look at it, they lost they lost the, the, the UK because they were unable to sit there and co- go – as that election was coming along, they were unable to go, look, why don't we sit there and look at cutting back immigration some and try to restrict it, and we will put together a review panel to review regulations coming out of our bureaucracy, and if it, it, and if they're not in the best interest of the European people, we'll maybe redo it. They wouldn't even do that. They will not cede an inch in, 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 in their thing. And so what happened is, is their intransigence of the EU, they lost the UK, which is pulling out of, out of the, which is England's pulling out of the, the European Union. And so now 
if that thing goes hard Brexit and they can't Germany can't get get their cars in into England, which is a big percentage of their exports, they're going to be in trouble and you could see a complete collapse of the German economy. I don't think that's going to happen, but they've kind of backed themselves into a corner over there. If you look at the at the Germans, you know, they basically have stuck with hardline manufacturing. You know, they don't have a big technology sector. They don't have a big internet sector. There's, no, I mean, with the exception of I think SAP, there's virtually no technology coming out of Europe at all. It's always backward looking. The United States is. We're always looking forward. We're always looking to the future, and that's why this is such a powerhouse. This is why everybody wants to come here. This is why people are scaling the fence on the border. Because they want to be in the United States of America, you know, not that they think it's some racist, you know, horrible country that that everybody can't doesn't like, but really th- they want to be here for freedom. They want to be here for freedom of religion, persecution, freedom of speech, uh, the ability to get ahead on their own. And, and, and so we're doing really well. So looking at the world today on an economic basis, Europe's in severe trouble. Their banks have not been restructured. Our banks have been restructured from the financial crisis in 2009. It was the one thing the Federal Reserve did. We have a much stronger financial system. There's a basket case. Deutsche Bank is teetering on collapse. It's basically just barely being held up. I think it ultimately is going to fail. And we're pretty good here. You look at China, loaded down with 360% debt to GDP over there. Uh, you know, they're losing a big parts of their manufacture of their markets to the United States as companies are shifting supply chains out of there. It's not just us, the Germans, everyone else is having this. They're having to come up with alternative supply chains because they can't depend on China. You can't depend on a hardline communist country because if one little thing happens, you could get kicked out of the country or if there's something happening, you could lose your whole supply chain. So. So it's not just us. The Europeans are having to deal with this, too. They're just letting us be the bad guy, kind of, you know, uh, carry the ball on this. But they're in the same boat we are. I mean, Germany's lost lots, a huge amount of their markets because of this, uh, as China has moved into their manufacturing sector. So so things are globally slowing down. Now, we're going to talk some more about this and how this affects the world here right after this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, This is a live show. You can give us a call, 713-339-1070. And 713-339-1070. We'll be happy to get your questions answered. Uh, talk about your savings, your retirement. The um, uh, a, a couple things here. The you know I, I, I was meeting with some of our uh, congressional uh, delegations here uh, with uh, uh, this weekend and over the week, and and it's interesting the. Um, I was kind of hoping we we've got the the new Secure Act coming out, which is which is a uh, it, it's kind of a redo of some of the retirement programs out there. There was a there was a bill to to make so smaller organ smaller companies could kind of combine four hundred one ks under the you know the uh, like the local uh, uh, plumbers union or something uh, not plumbers union but plumbers association. I think the unions already had this, but the plumbers association could have a have a four oh one K and every anyone that's a plumber could put money in those type of things, which is kind of exciting because it's hard for small businesses to create savings plans. There are, but for their employees that are kind of simple, uh, I think that would be a really big help. Uh and so if you work for one company you could go to the other company and use the same four oh one K plan at the at the Plumbers Association, for instance. And in addition, that we're going to change up some of the RMDs, possibly move it from seventy and a half to seventy one, seventy two, which would be really positive. They, they were looking at changing the beneficiaries to uh, IRAs to, to 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 force the money out a little sooner on those, so you had maybe five or about ten years to take. I think it's ten years to take the money out instead of being able to take it out over the lifetime, uh, which is interesting there and. Uh, I'm not sure that's the best thing, but but uh, yeah, I, I think they're trying to balance things out. But it, it, interestingly enough, the bill passed in the House. I, I think it was like 320 to 30 or so. You know, 20. It was pretty much Republicans and Democrats who can't agree on anything were offered this new savings bill. Now it's over in the House, in the, in the Senate, which may or might not get done. But it's it's been and talking to to. to to the congressman, it's just uh, really uh, as Congressman Crenshaw and Van Taylor, uh, you know, they they're you know they're saying not much is getting done at all up there. I mean, it's almost remarkable. This is probably the least productive Congress we've had in in decades, if not in in U.S. history. And and and, and so it's just everything is freezing up, and they're unable to do anything. And so, but we're hoping the SECURE Act is going to pass. This will have some big changes, other big changes as well, but particularly we get a lot of questions on RMDs. That's coming up, which is required minimum distribution once you turn 70 and a half. And of course, if you have an inherited IRA, there's an RMD there. So we'll let you know if this passes. Uh, I believe President Trump supports it in a huge bipartisan support, but it really shows you how bad the situation is in Washington that that almost nothing is passing. So we'll we'll see. Uh, a couple things this weekend. Uh, one notable thing is the, the market's kind of popped up some here with the, a notable thing looking at it, and it, it is that during that time the precious metals dropped off a little bit, and interest rates went up. In in, in looking at the ten year this week. Interest rates went from about 1.5, just a little above it, to 1.75, almost one, <laughs> close to as high as 1.8, which is a pretty good sized little jump in interest rates for two or three days, and and so we need to watch this. At the same time, the dollar really dropped off uh, during that same period. So I don't know if something else is happening. Uh, this might have to do with Brexit. If people think the Brexit is not going to completely destroy the European economy, you might see some of this 
huge safety trade. It's it's been we've written about this in the Max Out Savings Report, which by the way, you can get the free copy of the Max Out Savings Report by going to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free report. We talk about everything from this, why rates are going up. We were talking about the polluted soil in China two or three years ago in the report. I mean, we are getting we are ahead. We talked about the trade war two years ago. We said it was a trade war, not a tiff. Uh, almost two years ago, uh, everyone else on Wall Street, everyone else in the media told you it was nothing. We said, no, it is a huge thing. We're trying to get ahead of a lot of very complex issues, make them simple for you to understand. It's called the Max Out Savings Report. It comes out once a month. You can go get the free report. But but the, but the but so it does look like we're seeing some shifts here with the dollar. There's been just we, – we really wrote about this. There's been a huge drop in, in, treas- in treasury yields. The, the Treasury yield went from about 3.2% back in November, about almost a year ago, down to about well, those 1.4, massive drop. Gold and silver have broken out to the upside. The dollars continue to go up. There seems to be, there seems to be and we, this has been a theme, you know, theme we've been talking about, we write about it in the report. There seems to be, a, people seem to be generally, the really big smart money seems to be generally spooked out there. If you look at what, what what rates are doing, interest rates are going down. They're buying treasuries in massive amounts. If you look at precious metals, gold and silver, they're buying gold and silver in massive amounts. If you look at money markets, uh, forty over 40% of the, of, of, of the wealthy family offices, these are super wealthy people, are increasing cash levels. I mean, people, there really seems to be a general nervousness out there it, it generally that things aren't going well, and, and it's transferring in in some of these things. Now, are we seeing a shift over the last three or four days uh, where, where maybe some of that is starting to recede a little bit? Uh, and it is possible, and this is something we want to kind of watch and see. So, uh, but yet rates are going up. I, you know, I, I think if, you know, I, I think if there, you could see rates go up some, I we have a theory at Max Out, on the Max Out Savings Report and on the show is that these interest rates are so low, and as rates get near zero, it, it becomes kind of like the speed of light where you, you're flying along, but if you get to speed of light, time slows down. I think time slows down and moves differently, and money moves differently at zero interest rates, and we're kind of seeing that, and the research is starting to show that. So I'm not convinced we're going to get the negative rates. You could see rates go up from here, and this is something we're studying with the because the Fed has been putting more money into the system. They did kind of a, uh, they started a new program called not quantitative easing. Okay, literally, I'm not making this up. Okay, not this is not quantitative. Easing. Everyone's like, whoa, no, this is quantitative easing, but, but that is pushing up interest rates here, which is fascinating, and it's also pushing the dollar down. And so we need to see where this is going to go. Uh, gold dropped off some too, but as the dollar goes lower, that's going to be bullish for gold. So this is something we want to watch here over the next couple of days. I, I still think you've got to have higher levels of cash and, and protect yourself in this market. Tell you what, yeah, this is the last segment of the show. If you want to get in here with a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. One one of the other things that we're seeing a lot of concern out there is is with Elizabeth Warren uh, as Biden. You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I, if you look what Trump was doing with in, investigating what the Bidens were doing in the Ukraine and to a lesser extent China. If you're the Chinese. You're like, hey, Trump's in trouble. He's going to be impeached. This is good. What will happen is he won't be there. Biden, you know, and Biden was the leader up until a couple of weeks ago. Biden's going to be in there. You know, we got, we've paid, you know, we, we've done business with Biden's son. They gave him a billion and a half dollars. And uh, the, uh, so uh, that, so we can work with Biden. Biden won't be tough on us. So we're just going to sandbag Donald Trump and not do anything. Well, so what Donald Trump did, he went after Biden a little bit, and, and, and now they're investigating Hunter Biden, which has really crimped Biden's. I don't think Biden has a chance personally, but even without this, uh, I, I, if I were Trump, I'd much rather run against Biden. 
versus Elizabeth Warren. Well, Elizabeth Warren, since all these problems come up with Biden, Elizabeth Warren is going up. Now, she dislikes the Chinese worse than Trump, I think. And so now, all of a sudden, the Chinese are in a box. So if you're Donald Trump in 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 in, in the scheme of negotiating this thing with the Chinese, the fact that Elizabeth Warren is coming up is very positive for you and makes it much more likely you're, you're going to get a trade deal. Uh, and so I think this is something of the calculus that maybe forced Donald Trump to kind of go after Biden a little bit. Interesting thought. I don't think you've heard about that. Tell you what, let's take a call here from, oh, they're not quite on yet. Oh, there he is. Okay. Hey, Ron, you had a question for us. Yes, I do. Uh, I've heard Trump, President Trump, talk about uh, our government budget being overblown and downsizing government. Why? Well, I remember in the past where they have had uh, hiring freezes. And as bloated as the federal government is, in fact, all forms of government, why couldn't they just put on a hiring freeze? And, and uh, also, that would accomplish two tasks, I think. I, in my experience, a big part of government employees, all of them, are probably left-wing liberals. A lot of them are union people. I was a union person at one time, so I was wondering why that wouldn't be very effective I know now that that would put uh, jobs on the market. <clears throat> or a lot of those people that would normally go to work to fill those jobs in the government would would be impelled or compelled to go into uh, the regular market. Wouldn't that work? Yeah, oh, I see. That, that's a brilliant idea, Ron. I, I think that's a great idea. I think they haven't done that quite yet just because they really want the economy doing well and, and – uh, and so they don't want to upset things, but I, I think that that makes up brings up a good point, particularly when you now's the time to cut back government because there's plenty of other jobs, so these people can transition into into jobs in the private sector. If you listen to what Donald Trump said, is he's made some comments like, "Look, in the, my second term, I really want to start getting government under control, the budget under control." I, I think he feels like the the. The, the most pressing need of the United States of America is somehow to get control of this China situation, which is spun out of control to the detriment of the United States. And I think once he's got that, I think they're going to shift over to that, and then they can start looking at cutting government spending. Because the fascinating thing is corporate America has been remarkably good at cutting costs. <clears throat> Individuals have been remarkably good at cutting costs. But government stands out as, as in, in actually government and medical as the two areas where they've been unable to cut costs, and I think that's where you're really starting to see some cutting. You're going to see some cost cutting. So, yeah, I think a hiring freeze is a great idea. Well, yes, just natural attrition would would uh, cut the the payroll of the government tremendously just in one year. Yeah, I mean no. they've probably got. 20, I bet there's probably five million people working for government. Yeah, oh, more than that. Yeah, no, no, it's more than and, that. And most of them are liberal, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think it would hurt the job market. No, I th- uh, at all. Yeah, I think it's good. By the way, the other thing I'd really like to do is, is, is I would really like to see our government start shifting a lot of these jobs in departments out of Washington D.C. into the center of the country. Uh, I think that. I think exactly. So anyway, good, good call. Thank you, Ron. You can Thank us, you, Brian. It's call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here. Uh, so anyway, that's what we're kind of looking at here. Uh, we, we've got one of the big things coming up is is the GM strike. We need to t- that's going to get that's going to slow down the economy even more. We got two hundred thousand people out of work with the strike in here, and uh, and so that's going to kind of slow things down. You know, there's some ancillary. It's not just GM, but then the parts manufacturers and everything else with it. And so that that's going to give you some weak numbers in here on the economy, and we need to watch and see how things react with that. I think this is something we want to do. Uh, a couple things here coming up on the end of the show. Uh, if you're not uh, signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, we just sent out our most recent one a couple weeks ago. It comes out about once a month talking about everything from savings, investments, uh, how to common 401k mistakes, how to handle sudden wealth, uh, pollution in the world, why the United States isn't the big polluter, what we do to help the economy. Uh, it, it talks about 
the the few you know what's happening in the world. We predicted the the China trade war two years ago and said it was going to come to this, and here we are. We if we get ahead of big issues and try to make them simple so you can understand ahead of most other people. So it's a free report talks about savings and investment. Just go to our website maxoutsavings.com. We don't call you. We don't bother you. It's a private list. It's max out. Savings.com. And if you need help with your IRA rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We do a lot of risk analysis. It's kind of our specialty. And, and so uh, if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. You can schedule an request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you and We'll go over your financial situation. It's no charge, you know, to take a look at what you're doing. And so if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Until then, remember the motto and our philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Are your front page news? Folk cry country on Delta Blues. Tell your truth however you choose And do it all for the sake of the song Yeah, hitchhiking, bus riding, rental cars Living rooms, coffee houses, rundown This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.